Hello, my friends, and welcome back. You are listening to The Wildest Podcast, a weekly personal development podcast in 10 minutes or less. My name is Jander Sutton, and I'm an author, entrepreneur, and speaker based in Nashville, Tennessee. Whether you're a first-time listener or you've been tuning in for a while, my goal is to help you get more out of life. Now, for those of you who have been listening to The Wildest Podcast for a while, you probably know that I went on a pretty lengthy hiatus shortly after I originally launched the podcast. There are a lot of reasons why that happened, and I'm not going to spend time diving into all of them. Between new jobs, moving, and a global pandemic, the why is pretty obvious. But instead, I want to spend today's episode talking about boundaries, pressure, and how to figure out what you really want when you feel like you're being pulled in a million different directions. I've always struggled with boundaries. I'm a people pleaser by nature, and giving without limit, it's kind of my MO. And I'll be completely honest, it's not always been a good thing. I grew up in the church, and the concept of a servant's heart was drilled into me from a very young age. And while there's absolutely nothing wrong with that concept by itself, in my own personal experience, it created this environment where I started to believe that my entire worth was based on my ability to give and serve other people. Even worse, I started to believe that while I was quote-unquote supposed to serve other people in everything that I do, that their thoughts, wants, and needs mattered, I also believed that my own didn't. I couldn't ask for what I wanted. I rarely stood up for myself, and I was exhausted from spending 24-7 catering to the needs of others while completely ignoring my own. Don't get me wrong, I was still doing things for me here and there. I had countless projects, hobbies, and side gigs. I was writing books, working on this podcast, training Krav Maga, and more. But I was saying yes to everything that I felt like I should be doing, and I'd lost the ability to say no to anything. And as a result, I didn't even know what I wanted anymore. Needless to say, I started getting overwhelmed very quickly. It feels dramatic to admit this, but I felt like I was drowning under the weight of other people's expectations and the pressure to do, be, look, and act a certain way. I'd become a master of crafting myself to suit what other people wanted or expected from me, which meant I'd completely lost touch with what I wanted for myself. I was exhausted, I was lost, and I no longer knew what I wanted to do with my life. I remember telling my then life coach that I felt like I was juggling a million different things at once, and I'd gotten so caught up in the process of juggling those things that I was no longer certain which things I actually wanted to be juggling. And I had so much going on that I was too exhausted to stop. If I tried to drop one thing, I was worried that the entire mess was just going to come crashing down around me. That's when I realized that in order to find out what I really wanted, I actually needed to let everything fall. I needed to drop everything in order to find out what things I even wanted to pick back up again. So that's exactly what I did. I said goodbye to my side gigs, to writing new books, to this podcast, to building my social media platforms, and to so many other works in progress. I let everything fall to the ground, even though part of me was screaming, terrified that I was letting countless people down, terrified that I was never going to be able to rebuild the momentum I'd gained over the years, and I left it there. Obviously, I still had responsibilities. I still had things I needed to do, bills that had to get paid, taxes that needed to be filed. So I still worked. I still went to the gym. I still spent some time with my friends and family. But everything else, I just let it slip to the wayside. It was hard at first. I went from drowning under the weight of my ever-growing responsibilities to drowning under the weight of my guilt. I had a pattern of self-sabotage, of bailing on my goals right before I achieved them. And a part of me was questioning whether or not that was exactly what I was doing once again. I felt lazy, ashamed, and completely uncertain about my future. So even though I now had time to rest, my rest wasn't actually doing that much for me. I was still tired, I was still stressed, and I was still overwhelmed. And then the pandemic happened. What I had hoped would be just a short break turned into a lengthy isolation period as we entered lockdown. And again, my guilt, it just continued to grow. 
I felt like I'd barely been working prior to the pandemic. So when the inevitable fatigue kicked in after the first few months, I was questioning whether or not I had the right to feel tired when I hadn't been pushing myself to my limits for a long time. Throughout the pandemic, however, things slowly started to fall back into place. A project that I'd half-assed in the past suddenly didn't seem so attractive, while others finally started to regain their shine. I had an idea for my first nonfiction book and then my second, and I started to get excited about the prospect of writing those books again and potentially turning them into a speaking platform. The plans for my life started to shift, and things that I thought I'd wanted for years were slipping away, and I was able to recognize the difference between what I wanted for myself and what I thought I should want. But while my motivation was slowly returning, I didn't quite feel ready to pick everything back up again. If I'm completely honest, I wasn't sure how to find my voice. I was scared to put myself out there, terrified to succeed just as much, if not more so, than I was terrified to fail, and I was uncomfortable with the concept of going after what I truly wanted. My life plan was different now, and doing what I wanted instead of what other people expected from me, that wasn't going to be easy, especially when I had a lifetime of experience doing the complete opposite. That was when I was introduced to the concept of reparenting. My therapist suggested that I reconnect with my inner child during one of our sessions. But while I was skeptical, I followed her prompts and found myself imagining my 11-year-old self. In my mind, I could see a younger version of Jandra sitting in that striped swimsuit I always hated. Her hair was long, blonde, and bushy, and I watched as my kid self gave me a half-hearted smile before staring down at the ground. And then my therapist asked me, what does she want? I hesitated. It was a question I'd been unable to answer, unable to allow myself to answer for so long. But I finally knew the answer. I knew what the 11-year-old version of me wanted because I wanted that same thing, and that was to play. I wanted agency, freedom to do what I want, to choose what I want. I remember breaking down into tears. It was the first time in so long that I'd given a voice to something I wanted, something I desperately needed, and it was both cathartic and incredibly overwhelming. I denied that inner child for so long, following what the world told me or what I thought the world was telling me, so I became disconnected from myself. I'd spent so long listening to the voices around me that I could barely recognize my own. But there it was, a soft whisper in a rare moment of quiet, and it felt like a piece of me clicked into place. And while that was definitely a watershed moment, a turning point in my life, things didn't quite change overnight. Because even though I'd finally reconnected with my inner voice, with what I wanted, my ability to follow through with what it said was a little weak. Now, while I'd usually forced myself to leap into action, to dive headfirst into anything and everything I'd done, I decided to tiptoe forward instead. I started asking myself what I wanted in small ways, and I practiced listening to that voice as much as possible. And I'll be honest, it was really hard at first. I ended up spending way too much time mulling over mundane decisions as I tried to get back in touch with my intuition. Initially, it was a lot of food. Listening to food cravings was one of the easiest ways that I was able to connect with what I wanted and actually give it to myself, so I started there. And over time, my ability to ask for what I wanted and own it grew stronger. I said goodbye to things that no longer served me, and I started erecting much-needed boundaries around my life, my work, and my free time. I started a new business, I hired my first part-time employee, and I started getting back into some of the things I'd long since abandoned. Instead of returning to old social media platforms that everyone said I should be using, I tried my hand at TikTok and quickly went viral. After seven months of just semi-consistent posting, I hit 40,000 followers, far more than any of my other social media platforms combined, and my business was slowly picking up, my clients were happy, and I even plucked up the courage to quit my job so I could go full-time on my own projects. And I even brought back this podcast, finally. Now, after all of that, is everything perfect and back on track? 
Absolutely not. Life is a work in progress, especially life with ADHD, and some days are easier than others. There are times when I feel completely aligned with what I want and who I am, and other days I feel totally and completely lost. Thankfully, those days are few and far between lately. Like with all things, there are rarely absolutes. Doubt exists, and it's okay for it to exist. Remember, knowing what you want isn't about finding some unwavering belief. It's about listening to yourself and just making a choice. And guess what? Those choices will change from time to time, and that's okay too. It's about giving yourself the space and the freedom to explore and to go in whatever direction feels right for you. Now, that's all we have time for in today's episode, and I just want to thank you so much for joining me today. If you want to get a little more motivation and inspiration in your day-to-day life, head on over to janderly.com wildest to sign up for our newsletter. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. You can also follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at janderly, and you can join the wildest community by following us on Instagram at the wildest podcast. If you have any ideas or suggestions for upcoming episodes of the podcast, feel free to shoot me a message on social media or send an email to hello at janderly.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Wildest Podcast. And as always, keep working, keep striving, but don't forget to take a break if you need one. Talk soon. What does perfect even mean?